and Lindsay Simpson. Each week, we catch up with Krista and Lindsay to hear what's happening now, what hilariousness happened then, and to ask, is it almost 30? I'm ready, Steve. <laughs> I'm coming, Steve. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm such a baby. Come on, talk dirty to me, Krista. I'm ready, Steve. That <laughs> <laughs> nice. oh was airy. Yeah, that makes you uncomfortable. <laughs> I like it. I like. I like it, but don't. I really want to make that my ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't even. <laughs> hey y'all, welcome to Almost Thirty. Welcome to Almost Thirty. <laughs> um, hope we're catching you. I don't know. On a great day. On a great day. Great um, day. Doing some things that you love to do. That is essential every yeah. day. That's real, like, radio. Like, I hope mm. we're catching you on a great day. A great sunny day, wherever yeah. you are, whether it's <laughs> raining or not. <laughs> hope it's sunny in your heart. I'm about to play Africa. Toto. That should be our outro. Remind me. Okay. So we are coming back from the holidays. Mm-hmm. How's everybody feeling? This might come after the a, a little while. Yeah. No, it will. Um... But it's still, it's always a little fresh. Fresh. The first month yeah. after the holidays. Yeah. It was real fresh. My holidays were not like what I thought they were going to be like at mm. all. Tell me about them. I just was like pumped. I'm like, I cannot wait to go home. And I just, it was like a disaster. Mm. In what way? Like my, so my parents are divorced and they've been divorced for like 10 years now. Maybe less. Um, but they're cordial. So they're cool. They talk, they're friends, whatever. And we've traveled together like a lot. We've actually been on like probably six trips together with the two of them being together. Wow. And everyone thinks it's bizarre. Everyone thinks it's weird and it is probably. Um, but this year for Christmas, we did Christmas together. So all four of us were at my mom's house in Ohio. My dad was there. My mom was there. My sister was there. I was there. And um, I was just like excited. I'm like, I can't wait to go home. I can't wait to see everyone. I can't wait to chill. And it was like a disaster. It was weird. Like, I just reverted back to, like, old habits mm. that I have of, like, anger. Mm-hmm. Um, what set you off? My mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, wanting us to do everything she wanted to do in the way she wanted to do it. And not recognizing that we're all, like, different people living different lives. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm th- almost 30. <laughs> Steve, can you do a uh, a sound cue on that? Yeah. Okay. Drop oh. it in. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm almost thirty. My sister is over thirty. My dad is living his own life, and um, we were all just kind of. It was about going to church, which is so dumb, but it was. It was about going to effing Catholic church, and she wanted us to go. I didn't want to go. I don't. I've been fine with religion. I'm spiritual, but I don't believe in like the corruption that has happened in the Catholic Church in the past 20 years, so I don't go to church anymore. And we just got into, like, a knockdown, drag-out fight, our whole family, about it and about—then, like, snowballed into other things. Mm-hmm. 
And it just was like, it was just annoying. I was like, who just like sets me back a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, I come back home and I'm like, I am strong. I'm confident. I have such great things going. I am this person. And then I go back in that situation and I am a different person. And I think that's really telling of the person that I am, that I don't stay true to the person I am here in a different environment. And I think that's like a huge growing opportunity for me to, if you are so strong in the light that I say that I am living here and I'm so strong in who I am, I need to be able to go into challenging situations and continue to be unwaveringly me, whatever that is. Mm. You know what I mean? I need to be able to be kind i need to be able to be patient i need to be able to be understanding and all of these things in every situation it's so challenging because i think whatever is like triggering you obviously is just it's probably so deeply rooted yeah and you talk about not remembering a lot of like your childhood Mm -hmm. or remembering whatever age Mm -hmm. um range it's probably in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Totally. I mean, I'm not, I don't know much, but it's like, it, it feels like it's something that you can't really control the reaction. It's mm-hmm. like, you can do all the work to try and maintain like who you are, how you feel about yourself. But if there's a certain trigger and you know mm-hmm. what I mean, that hasn't been addressed or like kind of taken apart and and seen like for what it is, the bare bones of it, like it will like cause you to revert back to like Mm -hmm. feeling angry feeling you know like you're not supported or seen or heard by your family like Mm -hmm. and i don't know i don't know i don't know how to work on that i don't know i don't know it's one of those it's like do you like bust the wound wide open because you're not there all the time so you're like all right this is like five days okay and then i go mine was two (laughs) two days two days two damn days four days hours Slush slide. It felt like longer. Yes. Yeah, I know. There were good parts. Seeing my sister, seeing my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was great to see my mom, but it's just something I need to work on. You know, I need to be the person that I want to be everywhere I go. And that person is listening, and that person is not in the habits that I was when I was, like, 14, you know? Yep. It was just, like, uh, But it was good. It was good to, like, see my best friends and stuff like that. I was just, like, annoyed. I was like, dude, I am not as cool as I think I am. If I can't be patient and I can't listen and I can't not raise my voice and I can't speak intelligently about how I feel. It's very hard when you're dealing with someone who... It's impossible. It, it's, it's all about themselves, dude. and they don't even oh make an effort to learn about where you are now, Mm-mm. where you want to go, mm-hmm. where you're coming from in that moment of, mm-hmm. like, this is how I'm feeling. Like, when they have no interest in that, it is so challenging. Like, I would fucking it's just like, freak out. It's like, okay. And it's like you just you know your family and you're like, oh, this person is X, Y, and Z. And when they are X, Y, and Z, it's like, here you are. Being blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Being that person. You know, like mm-hmm. they do exactly what you predicted them to do. And then it sets you off because you're like, I knew this was going to happen. Um, but yeah, so that was challenging. But I'm glad to be back. And then we did the Big Sur trip, which we talked about, which was so great. Um, how did it feel to be alone? Yes. <laughs> How does it feel to be alone? Uh, well, 
So uh, for curse, Christmas, I was off Christmas Eve and Christmas from work, which is not enough time to go home to the East Coast. Um, but it was kind of on me for not taking off mm-hmm. time, which was okay. I planned a trip out to Palm Springs, mm. um, and I went to – I stayed by myself on Friday night into all of Saturday at the Parker, um, treated myself to that, and it was heaven. So nice. I love the Parker. It's the best. Heaven. I just, like, I arrived – you know, whenever I got there, I wasn't, like, pressed for time mm. meeting anyone. I was just, like, whenever I get there, I get there. I wasn't stressed about traffic. Mm. Got there at, like, you know, 7, and I, like, took a bath. I don't even know. I, I love don't take baths, but I was, like, I'm going to take a bath. I'm going to put on a robe. And um, I don't leave robes when I'm in hotels. I don't care how nasty it is. I'm putting on the robe. It's amazing. No, I love it. And then got dressed for dinner, and I had... I went to the bar. They have this beautiful, like, lounge area that has, like, a fire pit in the middle. Mm. And it's just, like, cozy. Mm-hmm. And I did find myself. Oh, we were there. Yeah, we went together. I was that like, one time. Yeah. Yeah, you know that. And I was, like, tipsy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was fun. So I was just sitting by myself. Mm-hmm. At first, I sat by the fire. So it's just funny, like, when you're by yourself, you're like, how do I sit? Where do I put? Like, it's like, how, where do you put your body? You know what I mean? It was just like, because you know you're kind of giving body language, or I'm thinking, like, do they think I'm a hooker? One. So true. Two, es- I wasn't wearing anything slutty, but escort like, escort life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like an escort. Yeah. Or do they think I'm waiting for someone? Or am I alone? Like, you know what totally. I mean? All these things in the beginning of that that stint at the bar, I was like, I'm like, why am I thinking about all these things? I need to, like, chill the fuck out. Yeah. So I, like, I had my phone with me. And at first I was on my phone just out of uh, habit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, put your phone away. Like, put your damn phone away. Mm-hmm. So at first I was by the fire and then I was getting really, really hot. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I got to move. Yeah. Um, so I migrated over to the couch and just found, like, a little corner. And, like, they had some, like, dope coffee table books. And I was just kind of, like, reading them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was having a dirty martini. What do alone people do? I'm reading a 30 pound book um, on my lap. (laughs) No, but then I was just like looking at people. I was just like observing, and there's this like group of like old. And then you got arrested. Oh yeah, (laughs) old grimy dudes, like eyeing me, and I was like, no, like obviously no. But I was just not engaging because I felt like if I looked over their way, like they'd be like, come over here. Yeah. There's another one Russian. W- without her, sh- they are without her <laughs> shoes on, like f- warming her feet at the fire, like in everyone's face, like reading. It was just like, it was interesting to observe. Love everyone. that. So I had my dirty martini, and then I was like, gonna go to the quote unquote casual restaurant, and then I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm gonna treat myself to a nice dinner. So I went to Mr. Parker's mm-hmm. by myself, and the host, this like seven foot bald dude. Like, big guy in a tux was, like, the host and, like, manager of the restaurant, Otto. And Otto just took care of me. He's like, he's like, I have a perfect table for you. Sat me over at my own little table. Mm. Had my wine, dinner, like, whatever. It was great. I was just literally, like, watching people. And what was so interesting, the couple to my right uh, got engaged, like, that night. Really? Mm-hmm. And Did it you was, see it? Yeah. Cool. And it was, like, cool, but, like, the most bizarre thing, because, like. He didn't get down on one knee. No. Yeah, I know he didn't. He was just like at the table, which is fine. I don't really care about that. It was like immediately after they were both on. And I know they're probably telling their family. They're on both on their phones for 30 minutes straight. Did not look up, did not look at each other, did not even acknowledge the waitress. I was like, 
Say what? Like it was bizarre. I'm like, I mean, I will know like when I get engaged, I don't, I don't even know if I'll tell anyone like maybe later that night, you know what I mean? Or if they're there already, like, I don't want to be like putting shit on social media, texting people, calling people. Who are you doing it for? Like who is... Are you doing it for the people on your phone or are you doing it for each other? Exactly. It's it was insane. And Wait, then this were they like was she crying? Were they like crying? No. Oh. So it just felt bizarre. And then this other couple to my other side, she would not get off her phone. The phone was underneath the table, like on her lap. Like he knew she was on it. But like the food would come and she would be like looking down at her phone and then like eating her soup were all they the talking? while. Barely. It was just bizarre. I was like, okay, this is like actually the norm now. Wow. It was really bizarre because it was a beautiful, intimate restaurant. There was like maybe 20 tables, maybe. And there was only 10 people in the room eating. It was like sexy. Yeah. But he also was like, you know, kind of nerdy and this chick was hot. And he was like, whatever. One time, we remember Penthouse. We saw that girl that was definitely an escort. Oh, my God. Yeah. That she was on her phone the whole time. Yep. Remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Remember? It was like terrifying. But that old guy. Yeah. That was disturbing. So, yeah, it was just, I was people watching like crazy. So the the engaged couple, how'd you know they got engaged? Because like the waiters and waitresses kind of made a thing, like they brought over or whatever. And then I asked Mm. the waitress, I was like, what's up? She's like, yeah, they just got engaged. I was like, yeah, that's what I thought. But she confirmed it. And then they were both on their phone so intently, like the waitress went over to like say something to them. Like they could hear them, did not acknowledge the waitress. And then she walked by my table. I was like, girl, I just saw that. I'm like, why didn't he give you the time of day? She's like, I don't know. I was like, okay. It was just so bizarre. Like, people's awareness is so, so low weird. sometimes, you know? I don't know if I'll ever want people to know when I get engaged. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, God, then I have to, like, reply. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. How many replies? Yeah. But anyway, it was awesome. Had breakfast by myself the next day. Walked the property. How did it feel to be by yourself? Laid in a hammock. It was amazing. Colleen, the psychic, said, she's like, you're very, very independent, but you're not alone enough. Mm. I think that's true. I love being alone. Yeah. Probably too much. But uh, it's just nice to know that I can be alone. 100%. If that makes sense. Like, I just value, like... I, I think I get more confident when I know that I can spend time by myself and have an amazing time, if that makes sense. I completely agree. And then I just I do get excited about, like, eventually, like, going to Palm Springs, you know, mm-hmm. with a boyfriend and spending mm-hmm. the weekend. But, like, I'm really good by myself. Love that. You know? Mm-hmm. And then I met up with my friend Carly um, the second day. Her uncle has a house, so we stayed there. And it was amazing. It was so good to see her, mm-hmm. like, see a human that I knew. Mm-hmm. And she's so fun and kind, and we just, like, had deep chats in the jacuzzi and chilled. I love that. Literally did not do a damn thing. <laughs> it was amazing. I watched, me and Justin have been watching Family Guy lately. Steve, do you watch Family Guy and not into it? Why? Um, I watched, like, the first few seasons. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was kind of lame too, but we've been watching it and it's so funny. And he was, Peter was in a hot tub and he's like, that was as bad of an idea as turning off the bubbles in the jacuzzi. And it's like a party with the bubbles and he turns them off and he's like, this is just a bath. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Peter. It is so funny. I met some of the writers of that show you last did? night. You did? Last night? Mm-hmm. Really? I was with, so I met up early with my, uh, mm-hmm. One of my best friends from the East Coast, her brother, mm-hmm. is in town. He's he's young, younger than me. He's like my sister's age. 
and I wanted to. I just felt like a pull to catch up with him. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen him in like ten years. You're like, is he hot now? <laughs> yeah. So it was. And um, the last time he saw me, I was playing Peter Pan in eighth grade. Oh. I was like Dyke Spike. You're like, know? I changed. Yeah. I need you to know. I was like, look at me now. Yeah. No, it was. Uh, but anyway, I met some of the writers. It was funny. They weren't really funny in person. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure they aren't. Yeah. But they're geniuses. But they're like, really nice. Um, let's get them on. <laughs> let's get them on the show. So today we have a caller. We have an amazing caller, Nicole, our amazing friend. Um, she's the best. She's just driven. She's cool. She's down to earth. She was easy to talk to. And she is going through some changes in her life as she mm. approaches 31. Changes that I think we all can relate to, related to the desire to move. She wants to move across the country to LA, actually. Job changes, career changes. She recently lost a lot of weight with SoulCycle. So she was on her soul journey. She lost 60 pounds. Um, so she's discovering just a new side of herself. And she's been following her bliss a lot more than usual. And Hopefully that leads her to follow her bliss to LA. So we talk yeah. about moving. We talk about jobs. We talk about career changes. That's a good one. Anyone thinking about making a move in general, mm-hmm. you'll get a lot out of this mm-hmm. for sure. Or just like times of change in your times life. Times of change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. All right. So here's our phone call with Nicole. Hello. Hey, girl. It's Liz. Hello. If you can't tell. <laughs> it's yes, Krista. I can. <laughs> Wait, see, can you tell the difference between our voices? <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're our favorite. <laughs> We've had a few people be like, we didn't know who was who. <laughs> oh, no. I can definitely tell. <laughs> yes. Sweet. You're like, I'm oh, the yeah. one that smoked 20 cigarettes before we record. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't smoke. <laughs> yeah, no, sounds like it, don't it? It's going to rough night. <laughs> I love it. I love Lin- Lindsay's. Yeah, this girl, she goes, I love your podcast. She's like, Lindsay's like the sexy, sultry voice. And you're like, she didn't even like, finish the sentence. She's like, and you. And you. <laughs> you. You're cute. Um, oh, my goodness. We're, <laughs> we're so happy to have you on. Um, Thank you. Tell us a little bit about what's going on, where you're from. I know we spoke just a few minutes ago, but let, let's let get our listeners up to speed and in on the party. What's uh, going on with your life? Yeah. Some background. Go for it. No, for sure. So I am from Boston, um, born and raised here. Um, I went to school at Suffolk University, so I lived in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, when I graduated, I actually moved out to Las Vegas. Um, that was my first job out, out there. Um, I was working in PR, but I got laid off after a month. So um, dream job, like pretty much like ripped from me. So I ended up working in retail for a few years, and I got kind of sucked into that bubble. Mm. It was like, here is $60,000, and you just graduated college. Like, here, you have no life. You're like, where do I buy Um, a yacht? mm -hmm. I know. Seriously? I was like, oh my goodness, I'm like bawling. You're like, oh man, I'm going to get that Tesla. (laughs) um, Right? Um, And then finally in 2011, I kind of made the decision to... Um, you know, leave leave the whole retail field, and that's what I did. I ended up working in recruiting. Um, that's also the year that I first went out to California, and I legit like fell in love 
um, with San Diego mm-hmm. and with LA. And I was like, I need to like move here ASAP. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I, I put in for a transfer with work and, um, I got the transfer, but then I got a brand new job in that recruiting field and everything was kind of put on hold. But now, like I mentioned a few minutes ago, I, the past year, like 2016 was a huge year of change for me. Um, and now going into 2017, I'm realizing I need to actually, instead of like thinking and making my to-do list, I need to make, excuse my language, like make shit happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just be happy and be me, not worry about like my brother and my nephew, my parents, my mm-hmm. friends. I just need to do things for me because I know it makes me happy. So kind of in this like in-between phase where everyone's having babies and getting married and I'm like I'm nowhere even near that stage I feel like I'm like 20 but I'm actually 31 mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. same same so, da- <laughs> daily struggle <laughs> daily struggle no I think it's a great day. <laughs> I think it's a great thing yeah are you still so you still at the recruiting job right it's in Boston it is okay. yeah and I the, the one thing that keeps me there is yeah. probably my clients mm-hmm. um but I mean because I love my clients and the people are good too. But overall, I, I, I'm in this weird phase where I need to make a career change. Mm-hmm. Like I know what I like. I know what I enjoy. But like, so soul has like changed my life so much the past year that it's kind of brought me back to like myself that I kind of lost mm-hmm. in my retail years. And Lindsay's got her I, eyes closed. She's absorbing that. <laughs> She's absorbing what oh, you're saying about soul. Girl. <laughs> Girl, well, t- let me just tell you, soul, like, it, it legit, like, changed my life. Um, like, every time I think of it, I get, like, warm and fuzzy because oh. I have, I, like, it's like my family, my second family. 100%. It, it's amazing. Um, but it and changed guys, my life. It guys listening, realize. we're talking about I, soul cycle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Tell us, tell yeah, us about what brought you to soul cycle and t- tell us about your journey up until now, how it, it, um, brought about all this change Mm -hmm. yeah so I think so in in June 2015 I I broke my foot Mm. I was Mm. on a client meeting like at this current recruiting job and it I was out of work for almost like a month and a half so I like I was also approaching my 30th birthday Mm. so I knew I was like shit I'm home for weeks on end and I actually like my job but I was just I was forced like I was mentally challenged I was physically challenged I saw the good and bad in people and, like I'm a very positive person like mm-hmm. if you ask anyone at Boston Soul like they know me probably as like the positive poly and like I mm-hmm. love life and um and even my friends and it, it was definitely a challenging few months but then I also prior to that I was a bad relationship and I gained a lot of weight so I was like you know what I'm like once I get better once I graduate physical therapy, I will, I'm going to start working out. And one of my friends was like, you should try spinning. And even my physical therapist recommended that. So I was yeah. like, all right, I'll try it. Um, and I actually lived in Beacon Hill when I went to school um, at Suffolk. Mm-hmm. And I saw their opening um, a soul there. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to go there. So I started going there. The first time I went there, I fell in love with it. Everyone was so nice. It was very like clean. There was mm-hmm. positive energy. It smells good. Um, and then what? Yeah. And then I, I went for my first class. I thought I was going to die. Um, and then I went to my second class the next day and I just kept on going and I've been going like four to five times a week. And wow. I've, 
I never thought that I would become as strong as I am, but not even, not just like physically, but mentally. Um, and it just made me re- like, I, I became like really close to some of the instructors that I, like I now consider friends. Um, who are you riding with? And so I used to ride all the time with Leah life. She's now in San Fran. Mm-hmm. Um, I ride with Maddie, um, mm-hmm. who Maddie, Lisa, Bacosi. Yeah. Um, I went to college Lewis. with Lisa. Yeah. She's amazing. Oh my goodness, did you really? Yeah, she's amazing. Um, and I was in training with Sarah Silk, and uh, I'm very good friends with Jeff Jeff Reiber. Oh my goodness, yeah. I love it. You, yeah, have a, am, you have a great crew up there. That's so special. It is. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, L- Leah, I am just like so thankful mm. that I actually went to her class. She is just like so positive and there were times where I was like, I need to get off this bike. I'm going to die. Like, I don't belong here. But she's like, nope, you do. Like, let's go. Like, yeah. let's, let's go. Like, but, um, yeah, it's, it's like my safe place. So while riding at Seoul, that's where, like, I kind of found my old self. And I was like, you know what? Like, I need to see the good in people. I can't, even though I've seen the bad in people and I need to make myself happy and do what makes me happy. And it's probably the past few months that I've really been focusing on like the California thing. It just, it keeps on coming up. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was like, you know what? I'm going to book my trip and Mm -hmm. I am going to go out there in February. And if I need to go out there again in March, I will and explore. Um, And I've been like making my to-do list of like companies because I'm a planner. Like I Mm -hmm. want to have that job, but Mm -hmm. I also know that the job might not come, which for me is the hard part. Mm. Um, But yeah, so I'm just in a little in-between phase right now and trying to figure life out, even though I'm 31. (laughs) That means nothing. Never too late. Mm, Yeah, Yeah, it means literally nothing. Literally. So you have a trip planned for February, you said? Yeah. Okay. Um... I mean, our just to tell you a little bit about like our transition out to LA. As far as my journey goes, it was through Seoul. It was really sudden. I just always knew, like, just like you feel about LA, like you just have a pull out here and you just yeah. love it so much. I just knew. I knew that someday I would be living in LA. I just didn't know how or when. And one one night, Seoul called me up and. Um, asked me if I wanted to move out, literally, like, 9 o'clock at night. They're like, hey, um, we can have the conversation or we don't have to, but would you move to L.A.? We really want you to teach out there. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, literally, it was like so I didn't even hesitate because I knew, like, this was exactly what I asked for, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. and it's not going to be easy. Um, it won't go the way you planned, but... Um, it's been the best decision I've ever made. And the less you think about it, the less you compare LA to Boston, LA to New York, whatever it is, the better. It's like, this is a new, this place is like, I think very magical. Mm -hmm. Um, And just kind of finding the fun and the inspiration in the fact that you've made the decision to pick up your life, move across country with no guarantees, but like all of the like commitment and excitement that you have. Like, it's just, it's cool. If you step back from it and think about it, it's like, it's inspiring. It could inspire you to 
reach out to people that you haven't talked to in a while and maybe that person will offer you a job or an opportunity. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's just, For sure. it's inspiring to be that bold and brave. So I wouldn't hesitate. If you feel a good feeling when you come out here in February, damn, like m- start something that is going to put into action like the, or put into motion the wheels that need to be turning to move you out here. You know, don't wait. For sure. Yeah. And, and one of my things was like the whole job thing. So I, I have a few informational interviews like set up, mm-hmm. um, which is like, I think in like my recruiting HR world is great, but I have a few friends out there. So they're going to kind of show me different areas there's just something I feel like about California in general, but LA to me, it's, it's so different than like San Fran to San Diego. And it just yeah. has like, the energy is unreal. Everyone is just like so hungry. They are like passionate and it's very hard for me to leave there. Like the last time I left there, I cried. <laughs> I was like, I don't cry. Like I have a heart of steel. Like what's going on? <laughs> wow. Do you, um, I would say move to the West side, West side, best yeah. side, mm-hmm. be on the West side. Right. Yes. By the water. Yeah. Uh, There's something okay. because there are parts of LA that feel really like the stereotypical really LA. Yeah. And I think by being by the water is. People are really chill. That's why I think it's magical. Yeah. Yeah. People are really gotcha. chill. It's like everyone's more friendly and, and we could see you when you come out. We should definitely meet up. Is there anything holding you back from moving? Like besides job? Yeah. I, I honestly think like the job is like the only thing that's holding me back just because like I'm such a planner and mm. I also like full disclosure. So I recently interviewed like with SoulCycle. I was wondering, I was uh, just thinking, I'm like, you should work at Soul, but I didn't know what your thoughts on that were. Yeah. So I actually went through all, like, they're opening a new studio in Boston. So I went through three rounds. Um, I didn't get the job, but then I was talking, like, the district manager, the area manager I've become, like, friendly with since I've interviewed. And, you know, she let me know, like, you know, we're expanding, you know, are you, and she even asked me, like, are you still open to working here, even though you didn't get it this first round? And I was like, oh, of course. She's like, good to know. And, so I'm still thinking, oh, well, like, I know they're expanding. Like, what if something else opens up over here? But I can't let that hold me back. But I know, like, my bigger purpose, it's, like, meant to help people. Like, as much as I love recruiting in HR, like, whether it's working in a community community outreach, whether it's, like, a Reebok and Nike or some company like Health and Wellness, I know the past, like, year has changed me so much that I know I'm meant to do more than just, like, sit at a desk. 100%. I'm not, mm-hmm. like... So I think that's one of the things that I'm thinking of, too, is, like, in addition to soul, like, what else could I do? Yep. So I'm in kind of, like, research phases, like, out like out west, just because I don't – I do all the research, but I don't know, like, are these companies legit or are they, like, BS? Mm. Whereas in Boston, like, I, I know it's legit. Mm-hmm. I know it's BS. But, like, out there I don't. So that's, that's the other thing that's kind of, like, yeah. holding me back. And congrats on making it so far with soul. There's mm-hmm. two people in this – conversation that have not gotten jobs at soul and one of them is me mm-hmm. um i auditioned to be a soul cycle instructor and i didn't get it but i have had a similar soul journey as you where it was something that compelled me and changed me and you know brought Lindsay into my life and cre- is a foundation for what created yeah. this so um yeah and and the inspiration that it gives you and what it allows you to feel is something that you want to explore more in every area of your life you know, you're in this room where you're feeling such bliss and you're feeling so aligned to your body, your mind and your soul that you're like, where else can I do this or how else can I do this in my life? Exactly. And I, I, I'm so glad that you said you're interviewing at Soul because I think that 
this passion that you have is such a great fit for that. And I would say I wrote something down when you were talking about um, being a recruiter is I think sometimes like you said, you're like, I love my clients. And I, I kind of felt like that too when I was in um, consulting before, like many moons ago. It's like, I love my clients and stuff, but it's like, and they love you, but it's business. And in the end, they're really not your friends. Do you know what I mean? Yep. You know, so, oh, totally. I, and that's the feminine. That's our women energy. We're like, mm-hmm. I love my clients. I love, you know, I love my business, blah, blah. But it's like, mm-hmm. sometimes so you start to like a job because you get good at it. And you make yeah. relationships that you, you know, normally wouldn't and you, and you foster them because that's what we do. We foster relationships as females. Um, but I, I was thinking, too, I would say if you move to L.A., you the jobs here are not like in Boston or on the East Coast where you need to be working a nine to five. Like I'd say half of my friends are just doing jobs mm. to make it work. Yep. So they're working at Lululemon or they're working at SoulCycle or they're working as a um, social media manager at a uh, activewear line. Um, for a while when I was doing um, 100 Blog full time, I was doing um, babysitting and I was serving. So it's just like here it's not uncomfortable and it's not weird to do more than one job to make ends meet and to have those jobs be aligned to what you're passionate about like it's not shameful mm. it's kind of mm. like just what everyone does yeah. really yes yeah, so that's like why i love it so much out here like, i feel yes. like supported without anyone <laughs> like saying anything i just like yes and it's it's inspiring because so many people are in that boat yep so yeah. You know, you share your stories with people and they're like, oh, yeah, like yep. I'm doing X, Y, and Z. Literally, it's rare to meet someone who's just doing one thing. Yep. We have people right. like. That's so interesting. Our, yeah, exactly. Like, we have friends that are comedians and then they're also serving. We have, I have another friend. She's a blogger and she also serves and works at a um, yoga studio. You know, people just, they do whatever jobs to make it work. And here it's different. Like because the weather's so beautiful and it is so beautiful all the time, for some reason you don't feel like you need as much. You don't need mm-hmm. like I don't I don't need uh, to be filled up with like stuff. going stuff, going out, buying things, going out to restaurants yeah. every night, ordering in food, booze. Yeah. I drink a lot less out here, a yeah. lot less. Like it's just it's a different mentality there's a balance you don't feel bad about taking an hour out of your work day for a workout mm-hmm. you know what I mean you don't feel bad about like on the weekends you know skipping or pushing back that boozy brunch because you're going to go on a hike or go down to the ocean mm-hmm. and run along the beach like that's what people do mm-hmm. you know what I mean people aren't working for the weekend here mm-hmm. if that makes sense oh, that sounds like my dream <laughs> Girl, yeah. you got it. Yeah, I can't wait for the weekend and that like six o'clock soul survivor. I was like, let's get this party started. Oh my yeah, gosh, so cute. <laughs> I wonder if when you come out here, you could ride with like oh, Lindsay yeah, and I. Well, we could ride, and then maybe you could like meet some of the soul staff here and kind of even even if you were an ASM or I don't know if you were doing or even yeah working the front desk and then also doing like babysitting, you know, like or doing something else for a little bit till you could move up for sure. or even working at like another fitness wellness store doing their social media or, yeah. you know, there's just a lot you can do. And if mm-hmm. you're here, like you will feel so inspired to continue to follow your bliss. That's so crazy. So it really is the norm then to oh have my God. Like multiple gigs. Yes. Gigs. Yeah. Because everyone here is in the entertainment industry too. So they're all a- actors and actresses. And that means that some days they're working 
24-7, and that means maybe for three months they're not working at all. So during that time, they are making it work. You know, there's just like a flu. There's a fluidity to what people do. Now, question for you guys. I don't know if you've experienced this. So like out here in terms of like living arrangements, like if you don't have like a full-time job, like it's so like a nine to five, it's so hard to get an apartment. Is mm-hmm. it like the same out there? Meaning or like, little- are you talking about credentials to rent an apartment or money? For sure. Yeah, for sure. Like credentials. Like if you say if you're not like like working like 40 hours a week at like a certain place like they won't run to like an apartment sometimes out here Mm. like is that something that like you run into out there or is it more like as long as you have the money like you're fine no um I would say usually they require it's not I, I, I have experience in New York not Boston necessarily but they would just require that they see like your last three pay stubs it's usually like first month's rent and a deposit of equal to the first month's rent or maybe less, depending on your credit. And the thing is, they know. Like, a lot mm-hmm. of people are in that situation where they mm-hmm. – I mean, I'm looking for an apartment right now, and it's stressful. <laughs> I won't mm-hmm. lie. But it's oh, like – I can't even. It's um, – I have to say, like, okay, I work at SoulCycle. That's my main form of income. So I can show them those stubs, but then I'm also making money through fit, what, modeling. fit modeling or – Um, random jobs that I have so it's like gathering those and honestly when it comes down to it if you have the money up front that's needed and sometimes you just have to put down a little bit more for security just so they have peace of mind it's not as crazy as Boston and New York you Mm -hmm. know what I mean Uh, obviously it's a case-by-case basis if you're in a fancier building I'm sure they require more just for the shit of it but yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't worry too much about that because you you are coming from like a, a stable real job and you can tell them, you know, tell them that and show them the proof of that. And I wouldn't worry too much. You know what I mean? All of that will fall into place. For sure. You know, uh, you, you guys are like relieving me and encouraging me. Yeah. You're going to kill it. You have you you have to make the move. I've like you do. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't wait for anyone's approval. I wouldn't wait for the right moment. I wouldn't wait till you feel like, oh, I have a job. It's like. Things strangely just like fall into place out here. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. And it's not going to be easy, but you have like a, you will quickly, because you are involved in soul and just because of the nature of the person you are, will create a community around you that mm-hmm. just supports you and will be like, yeah, hell yeah, girl, mm-hmm. whatever you need, you can stay at my place, you can do this. Like mm-hmm. everyone, it just works. Yeah. And we'll be glad to help you. Yeah. Oh my God, you guys are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm, so I'm, I'm going on vacation in a few weeks to Florida, but I'm like, can I squeeze in like an LA trip before then? And I cannot wait to be back out there. It's like, it's one of those things. Like the minute I land, I'm like, I feel like I'm home. As much as I love Boston. Like I I grew up here, like North of the city, but like LA, it just feels like it feels right. Like I I get there and I'm like, okay, these are my people. (laughs) I love that. And that's right. Oh yeah. Um, well, keep us posted. I, we want to yep. hear all about like your planning. And let us know when you come so we can ride Lindsay's class. Yeah, that would be so fun. Yeah, are you Definitely. also well. talking to SoulCycle about doing a Soul Story? So I actually um, did, and it was okay. um, amazing. It, it was posted last week on their oh, cool. community blog. Yay! Oh, we'll link that in the show notes. That's yeah. so cute. We have to read it. I love that. Yeah, Uh-oh. it um, it was definitely. I was not expecting it to like get posted that quick, and I was like, oh, hey there. <laughs> I'm like, 
That's amazing. (laughs) Well, give our love to all the instructors up there too. They're amazing. And thank you for being so open and honest. Oh Um, my goodness. It's amazing. Thank you guys. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. You guys are, I will say like, I love like your energy. Like I listen, so I commute in and out of Boston. Mm. Um, and I listen to your podcast there and, like while I'm commuting and you guys are just like so real and mm. funny and just thank you guys for being you. It's, Thanks, it, it makes girl. my commute that much like better. And, Thanks. um, I know Lindsay, like, you know, I feel like I know you like through soul, like soul people are just literally like the best humans. True. And some of my really close friends now. So, mm-hmm. um, thank you. But no, you, you guys rock and just keep on doing what you're doing and, be positive and great things will come. Oh, Amen. Thanks, sister. Thanks, girl. You're the best. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you soon. Keep us posted. Keep us posted. Bye, Nicole. All right. Bye, girl. Bye, Bye. Bye ladies. Bye. See ya. Bye. Even if it makes me blind, I just want to see the light.